Hey guys, on today's episode of the Korea Packs podcast, I want to share three quotes that I live by. I made an episode about this, episode number 38, about if quotes can change your life. And I have a couple more that I've been referring to a lot lately, and I want to share these with you guys. So hope you guys enjoy. Let's get into today's episode. Hey y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to the Korea Packs podcast. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host of this podcast. We are on episode number 190. Nine, one day away from 200, 200. I can't believe it's been 190 days consistently of me doing this podcast. Well, I can believe it because I set out to do it and I'm going to stick with my word. But it's just crazy to me that it's ugh, okay. 200 days. Wow. Well, today I want to talk about three quotes that I live by. Some quotes that really give me a kick in the ass when I need one. A quote that gives me a kick in the ass. Also, some quotes that keep me grounded, keep my feet planted. But they also help me give perspective to my life, what I'm doing, why it's important. I made a couple short episodes, or not couple. I made one short episode on quotes that I live by, or just quotes that are important to me, and how having more quotes in our repertoire, in our brain, remembered, the better it is. Because anytime there's a tough situation that we come across, if you have a quote that you can remember and recite, I think it puts things into perspective. Say if I'm having a good day or if I'm having a bad day or if I just had a big success, a big loss, a failure. And if there's a quote that can combine everything into one, make everything make sense, I think it's a great feeling. So like I said, episode number 38, if you guys want to check it out, go check that out. But today I've found a few more quotes that I really care about. I've been able to adopt them into my mind and keep them at the forefront during all situations. So the first quote that I have started to live by is a quote by Naval. He, Naval Ravikant. If you guys don't know who Naval Ravikant is, this guy is a angel investor. He's an entrepreneur. He's written a book. Incredible, incredible human being. He's very well known for his daily thoughts and quotes and things that he recites from all of his learnings of the past 20 years of being an entrepreneur entrepreneur and an investor. He's big on Twitter. Everyone loves the guy. Not everyone, but I feel like he has a good reputation. This quote, it goes like this. It says, groups search for consensus. Individuals search for truth. I made an episode about this specifically about group consensus versus truth. I believe it was episode 151, I believe. Listen to that episode. It's one of my most listened to episodes. And it's for good reason, because when I think about consensus and groups, just to quote itself, group search for consensus, individual search for truth. What that means in our daily lives, we are a part of a lot of groups and consensus, a.k.a. a general agreement behind why things are the way they are. Who do we agree with? Who do we disagree with? We have our little cliques of friends, of coworkers sports teams you have i don't know if it's a if you have a book club that you're interested in typically you run across general agreement and groups and if a group has a certain bias a way of thinking a way of viewing the world and if you disagree with it it's seen as not good it's seen as you're this different person and we don't want you a part of this group hence why there's different religions, different political parties, different different groups in all shapes or shapes and forms, right? 
But the other half of the quote, individual search for truth, what does that mean? The truth is up to you in your life. Whatever you believe according to your evidence, your science, the people you listen to, your questioning. Take mainstream media, for example. All of the stuff that we see, let's say, on CNBC or Fox or NBC, CNN, all of that stuff is mainstream. You turn on the TV, you watch it. The odds of that information being manipulated, fabricated, edited is a lot higher than you listening to a four-hour unfiltered podcast about someone talking about a specific political, social, economic issue. In order to make points and talk about important things, you can't have an ad every seven minutes because every seven minutes there's ad in mainstream news and television and media. And if someone comes on to report something, you can't make a proper argument or a proper case for something and talk about both sides in a matter of seven minutes. So that's when, when people listen to mainstream news and media. And I'm not saying that all of it's bad and all of it's manipulated and all of it's fabricated. I don't, I don't think that. I'm sure there's some truth to it. However, I just don't think in 10, 20 years it'll be a reliable source of information for a lot of people. That's just not true. I just don't think that people will turn on the news and be like, hey, I am going to get news of the world by watching Fox. No. People have newsletters to refer to. They'll have podcasts. They'll have books. They'll have all sorts of things that they can look and use on their phone to get every bit of information that they need. They decide, decipher what's true, what matters to them, what beliefs they want to subscribe to. I think mainstream media is the best example of truth. You can either listen to a 30-minute or a one-hour monologue of someone giving their thoughts on the state of the world that's filtered, edited, manipulated, fabricated, and has ads every seven minutes. There isn't any depth to a conversation. It's pretty vague, surface level. Or the way I like to consume a lot of my information, I'm not even a big political guy. I'm not even a big economic guy. I honestly don't care for it that much, but this is just the best example that I could think of. I like to just listen to objective people, objective people who make rational arguments. I don't honestly even I don't just I don't agree with everything that they may say, but the fact that they have time 20 30 minutes, 40 minutes or an hour to sit and talk and communicate why they believe what they believe, what their reasoning is, I think it's a better argument to break apart believe or not believe and that's why I firmly believe in like 10 20 years there's going to be no mainstream media. I just like podcasts because it's long form, it's unedited, and it's just a better source of information, depending on who you listen to. The truth is up to you. Groups can never seek truth to the same level an individual can. They, An individual, you or I, we can confront the truth. We can think anything. We can ask questions and really get to the bottom of whatever it is that we want. And the reason this quote is so important for me and why I find it so important to live by is because I never want to be chained down by a group and thinking that I automatically subscribe to someone else's beliefs and values just because I am a part of a group. Rather, being an individual, someone who takes time to say they don't know or say they believe this for this reason, it's better to have a few firm beliefs from doing your own research and you're having your own evidence and your own experiences than just 
subscribing to a bunch of yeses and nos and groups from lots and lots of people and all the people that you have in your life. It's important to me to be a individual thinker and think properly. And maybe with that, you say, I don't know often. Hey, I don't know what I want to go with or what side I agree with or what is important. I don't know. I haven't done enough research yet. I haven't looked into it enough. I haven't put in my time. And if it, and if I really cared about it and if I really genuinely wanted to find out, I'll put my time in to things that I care about. That's another part that's important for individuals searching for truth. You search for the truth behind the things and matters and causes that you really care about. What I, what do I care about? I, me, Neil, I care about helping young people find a way in life and understanding that it's okay to not have everything figured out and not put all this pressure on themselves to have their life figured out by 25, 30 years old. I don't care about many things, but one thing that I do care about is just having some sort of some sort of uh, influence or uh, helping other people feel relatable to me and my current situation because I think there's so many people early in life thinking that they have to have everything figured out and that it's not good to struggle. Struggling is important. Chasing what you want is important. Taking risk is important. Understanding that you live life one time is important. So that's what this entire quote means to me. Individuals search for truth and groups search for consensus. I'm not here to tell you what you should do or shouldn't do, but if you're someone who thinks that they quickly may agree to an entire or quickly subscribe to a group without really thinking through their beliefs and why they think the way they do or what the rationale is, what the reasoning is, what their uh, evidence is, then maybe take a step back and question like, hey, why do I really believe this? And I, I may need to do this even more. Like some of the beliefs that I have in my life, I may need to take a step back and ask like, hey, dude, why do you really believe this? I probably don't even do that enough. I just think it's a it's important to question your beliefs and why you believe something. And especially if you have friends and groups of people that are individual thinkers and think for themselves, it'll only help you become better because you'll have people around you that will challenge you. That that transitions perfectly into my next quote that I have. It's a simple one, but a powerful one. It's the the quote is it's not from anyone or it's not from a specific person or a pod. No, I kind of made this one up myself, and it goes like this: It says it's okay to not know. There is nothing wrong with me. Again, no one, no one. It's not quoted by anyone. It's not from anyone. This is just my own quote. And this is a quote that I live by. It's okay to not know, and there is nothing wrong with me. I think this is so uh, impactful because we beat ourselves up way too much. I beat myself up over and over and over every single day repeatedly over the things that I don't know in my life, over the things that I don't, I can't even control. That's just the state I feel like of the world sometimes, of everything that's going on. Everyone has such heavy shoulders that we tend to beat ourselves up a lot and often. And I feel that way every day. And this is a good reminder to me, hence why it's a quote that I live by that, dude, there's nothing wrong with you. There's, it's okay to not know. It's okay to not know what the future holds. However, what's not okay is for you to not have some sort of like action, taking 
consistent action every single day and just sitting around and doing nothing. And I did that for way too long in my life. But now that I am taking action, that I am starting to do things, these thoughts, although they're still there, I don't give them that much weight and I don't give them power to control my life and my actions and what I believe because it really is okay to not know. We love to poop on ourselves for not having things figured out by set age. When I started taking that approach, like, hey, dude, it's okay to not know. Some of that stress goes away and you realize that not knowing things about your future, your passion, the amount of skills, what you're good at, what you're not good at, it is in your control. Some of those things, they are in your control because you can control your knowledge. You can control how hard you work. You can control the action you take. You can control the mindset behind an action and why you do something. It's such a simple phrase. It's such a simple phrase, but it's been massive in shifting my perspective with just grounding my mind and grounding my habits and just the way I approach my daily life. I don't need to know everything. However, I create a vision for what I want my life to look like in 10, 20 years and just keep that vision in my mind as consistently as I can. And every action I take every day should move the needle a little bit to what I want my life to look like in 10 years, in 20 years. Because we all, if you believe it or not, everyone has that vision of their life in 10 years. Like, what do you really want to be doing? And if you have that vision and if it's clearly painted, you can do something today to act on it in the right manner. We're, we're all going to die someday and we'll be forgotten in a few generations. So let's just be real. What what really matters? What Does anything really matter? It's okay to not know. It'll all be okay. Stop telling yourself that there's something wrong with you for not having shit figured out because that's just not true. No one really has it figured out. It doesn't matter what age you are. I've been addicted to watching those videos of people in New York going around asking questions like, hey, what? Uh, it, it's this one guy in specific. His name is uh, the, what is it called? The TikTok page is called Sprout, S-P-R-O-U-T. This guy, he asks like, hey, uh, how old are you? And the person would say their age and be like, what does it feel like to be that age? And the person will give a great deep answer to what it feels like to be a specific age. And they talk about their lessons and their learnings. And he asks follow-up questions like, hey, if you had to give advice to your 25-year-old self or 18-year-old self, what would you tell yourself? And a lot of the times they... A lot. The answers are honestly just about understanding that you don't have to have it all figured out and that you can take risks early on in life or that they wish they did more or that they wish they traveled more. They took more risk behind a passion or a career. So hearing all that, it's just great reminders to not 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 take a risk and not not go after what you really care about even if it means to fail for five years or three years or whatever it doesn't matter because we're all going to die and that and there's nothing wrong with you and it's okay to not know i'll keep saying it over and over until the day i die and the last one is a saying not really a quote i don't know you, you it, it all falls under the same category it goes like this be different do different have different i'm gonna say it one more time be different do different and have different this quote, I live by it because society teaches us these three things backwards. And what I mean by that, they teach us that in order to have things, we have to do all this. The world and society, they just skip the B part. At least that's what it was in 
me growing up, the schools, all the social media shit about people not really understanding the work that it takes behind achieving great stuff. Me being a young 22-year-old guy, I, I'm just now getting a glimpse of the actual work and time and dedication that it takes to be good at something. And even now, I, I made an episode a couple of days ago about not working hard enough. I feel that so much still because I, I'm, I'm not yet. I'm not because you really have to be and do different to have what you want to have. We're just told like, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to do? And we all have these do's and haves. But what about the be part? The be part. Like if you are never going to be the person that will do the things that they need to do in order to have the things that they need to have, then what makes you think that you'll have all the things that you want to have in the first place? Because being the person like, okay, let, let me give you an example. Let's say if you want to make it to the NBA, okay? You want to have this dream to be in the NBA. Okay, well, what do you need to do? You need to get up 500 shots a day. You need to work out. You need to, um, obviously, you need to work out multiple times a day. You need to lift weights. You need to be athletic. You need to have a high IQ, know how to work off the ball, how to play defense, how to be coachable, how to be a great teammate, how to be a good leader. You have all these characteristics. You know what you need to do. But what about the B part? Okay, are you going to be the person that wakes up at 5 a.m. and gets in the third extra workout while all of your other teammates are asleep? Are you going to be the person that instead of after lunch when you have 20 minutes of free time, are you going to Spend that time on your phone or are you going to go to the gym and do some sprints and, or get up some free throws? Or are you going to be the person who after practice, instead of going home and playing video games or GTA or Madden, are you going to stay a little bit later after practice to get up more shots and work on your handles, work on defense, work on some agility drills? Are you going to be the person that is a student athlete? Are you going to goof off in class and talk with friends or will you take the time to maintain a 3.0 or 3.5 GPA to make sure you get into a good mid-major division one college that'll give you a great chance to hopefully, if you perform, get into the NBA or, or, and I should say, are you going to be the person that when a bad play is made, or if someone, if one of your teammates messes up a play, they airball, they do something that the coach said not to do. Are you going to be the teammate that frowns, and gets mad at them and pouts? Or are you going to be the teammate that picks them up? That keeps the entire groups, uh, keeps the entire group calm or cool, calm, and collected? Are you going to uplift everyone? Are you going to be a good leader? Are you going to be the type of person that has the qualities to do all those things, which is the do being leading a team to a win, hitting a big free throw, making a big three-pointer, being the person that gets everyone together on their off day to talk about plays and how they're going to prepare for this next opponent. Are you going to be the person that gets all their schoolwork done, keeps their focus, stays level-headed, knows their vision, knows their end goal? That's one of my favorite examples to give about basketball because I love basketball, but this can be true for anything. This can also be for a business or becoming a doctor, becoming a lawyer, becoming an engineer, or if you want to have a great, I don't know, let's say if you want to have a great law career, are you going, you know, you have to do well on exams. You have to do well in law school to, I don't know, pass your, uh, what is it called? Bar exam, I believe. 
you have to do all those things. You have to have a consistent GPA all throughout college, all throughout high school, all throughout law school, whatever, to get your degree in law once you become a lawyer, right? But are you going to be the person that, same thing, are you going to be the person that studies a little bit harder? Are you going to be the person that makes sure that they don't get overstressed or don't become, like, don't give up? Are you going to be the person that stays level-headed amongst all that stress? Are you going to be the person that takes care of their mind, meditates, goes for walks, takes care of their health, takes care of their relationships? It's all that stuff. There's so much stuff that can be applied to it. But just that simple rule of being different, doing different, and having different. You have to be the best person. So in order to, before you start doing everything, focus on the B. Like, develop a monster. I'm at the B part. I can, I can do all this podcasting stuff. I can do all this stuff. But, I, but if I don't focus on the B, if I'm not someone who is healthy, if I'm not someone who can manage relationships, if I'm not someone who can stay up and put in extra hours, if I'm not someone who can also perform at their nine to five job, which honestly, guys, I, I've been slacking in my nine to five. Like I work in sales and my sales numbers, they haven't been the best the last three months. Right. So this is this is uh, a reminder to me as well. Some of those things and part of those part of the reason my numbers are lower, it's not it's out of my control. But there is also a lot that is in my control. Am I going to be the person that, you know, takes care of that nine to five job or am I going to be the person who quits? Am I going to be the person who finds ways to gain new skills in order to do my creative work effectively? Am I going to be the person that challenges my video making processes and does things a little bit different and constantly evolves and try trying new things? Or am I going to stay the same and keep doing the same thing over and over, even if it doesn't work? All those things, guys, there's so much to decipher, but it's a great reminder. Be different, do different, have different. Supplies for everything. So those are my three quotes that I live by. Group search for consensus, individual search for truth. It's okay to not know. There's nothing wrong with you. And be different, do different, and have different. This is my rant. How long? How, I don't even know how long was this. This was a 23-minute rant. One big takeaway that I would like you guys to have is to find a quote or find a saying or a phrase or whatever that just gets you up in the morning, that keeps you focused, that keeps you working, and that keeps your that helps keep your vision in mind. Just one. It doesn't have to be 10 or 15 or 20, like the types of quotes that I may have or the all the things that I may remember in my mind. Because I do have a lot of quotes, but sometimes I just have a hard time reciting them. Like if I see one, I'm like, oh, dude, yes, this quote. But just have one, one that really hits home for you. If you guys have listened to any of any of my other podcasts past 198 days, I've talked about a lot of quotes because they really do hit different when you can remember them and recite them and use them in your life. Just find one quote because it it'll it may change your life depending on how good it is and how deep it hits. But that's all I have for you guys today. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you guys want to, if you guys want to make my day, share this with a friend. You can also follow me on all socials at the Korea Packs Podcast. And lastly, leave me a four or five star review. It'll help me out a ton. I would appreciate you guys if you do that. Help me out in the world of podcasting. Help the help this daily podcast grow. We're doing some hard things. Not many people do a daily podcast. I ha there's a hashtag for a daily podcast on Instagram and all Instagram Reels, uh, TikTok. Not many people 
use that hashtag of a daily podcast because not that many people do it. So the fact that I've been able to do it for the past 200 days and have this crazy goal that I will achieve and will keep going is awesome, man. And the fact that people listen, it's just a cherry on top. Thank you guys so much. Like I always say, take care, tell someone that you love them, and go do something nice for someone today because they genuinely deserve it. And guess what? I'll see you all tomorrow in episode number 200. Thank you, guys. Peace.